Welcome to Abiding in Christ. Acts 17.28 says, In Christ we live and move and have our being. This program is designed to instill in you that all your needs are met when you put Jesus Christ first in your life. Listen now to the Holy Spirit as a Bible teacher and host, Leisha Cantrell, reveals the Word of God. Faith in God's trustworthy, unfailing nature. As the writer of Hebrews opens chapter 11 with a brief description of faith, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This statement should not be regarded as a complete definition of faith, however. Instead, the author focuses on two critical aspects of a much broader theological concept to introduce a famous gallery of Old Testament heroes of faith. The first vital facet of faith is that it is the substance of things hoped for. For the word substance in the clause faith is the substance of things hoped for is alternatively translated as assurance, confidence, the reality. And that comes from the our direct connection with God, and he quickens to us his will. So with the scriptures, it is actually the Holy Spirit that makes that real to us. The word for substance is alternatively assurance, confidence, and the reality. In the original Greek, the term conveys the idea of a firm foundation, the real being, the actual existence, the substantial nature and a resolute trust. One sense of the word refers to a title deed or a legal document guaranteeing the right to possess a property. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Could be translated, faith is the title deed of things hoped for. Faith as described in Hebrews 11.1 apprehends reality. It is that to which the unseen objects of hope become real and substantial. To become this unseen objects of hope, even though they're not revealed to the senses, are real and substantial because of the spirit. Assurance gives the true idea. It is the firm grasp of faith on unseen facts. In order for us to take hold by faith, we have to know God's will. We have to know his principles and precepts from Scripture as the foundation for our faith. And because we cannot see it with our natural faculties, Holy Spirit quickens it to us and brings it into relevance to our particular situation. God's will holds the supremacy in all the factors concerned So God works in us to know his will by the word and spirit. As we ask, seek, and knock, we discover God's will in our own personal circumstances. He works in the conditions and environment to set things up for us and within us to direct us to take hold of that which is his will. Mark 11, 24, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. The greatest hindrance to prayer is our tendency to calculate. As soon as something happens, we start figuring out how how are we going to handle this. You know, if we do this or if we do that and that 
what that consequence is. If God does this, then I can also do this. Um, so we begin to try to calculate the situation, which means that we're looking at our own resources and our own abilities, which fall short of the situation, and then we start going into anxiety. And so if we try to figure out our needs based on our own ability, then we're not looking at faith. So it is the Word of God that gives us that hope um, that there's another way, that there's, you know, there's a context, and then when we come into prayer, Holy Spirit gives us the assurance. So our ability and resources results in a request ask and wavering faith, but we can overcome that if we persevere. People I've known that have gotten healed of cancer and other matters when they did it by scripture, it doesn't seem like anything's happening immediately. So that's quite a tall order if, um, if you have cancer. But if you prepare yourself in advance, don't just wait for the disaster. Don't just think everything will probably go along all right. Then when something happens, you have the strength of the spirit. And when you're strong in spirit, you can overcome. So that's what the scriptures will do. And in prayer, before you have that crisis before you, for whatever reason you're having one, it is much more difficult. But the scriptures and the Holy Spirit can bring you through that. So the wisdom saying like in Proverbs intended to provide a maximum that we must apply in light of all of scriptural teaching. Still, it does say that prayer has credible power to do wondrous things. So wisdom is knowing God's word and that he is sovereign and that he is able to do superabundantly above all that we ask or think. The clause faith is the substance of things hoped for it describes a conviction that already takes custody here and now of what we hope for and what God has promised us in the future. This present-day ownership of things hoped for and promised in the future is an inner reality. Right now, amid a global pandemic, financial crisis, and social unrest as our world seems to be falling apart, we can stand on the solid rock, unshakable promises of God's security, rest, peace, provision, mercy, grace, and salvation. His word can be trusted. We can have full confidence in the Lord's promises because they are real and firm foundation for this life. This substance or assurance describes our inward response to God's trustworthy, unfailing nature. We can be sure of the Lord's promises because as the writer of Hebrews goes on to show, biblical heroes of every generation have proven them to be true. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is departed from the earth. Hebrews 11, 4 through 5. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. On and on goes the list. By faith, Noah built the ark, saved his family, 
and became an heir of righteousness. Hebrews 11:7. By faith, Abraham obeyed God and moved from his homeland. The writer of Hebrews presents example after example of those who demonstrated faith as the substance of things hoped for. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. Hebrews 11.13 From the patriarchs of King David to anonymous champions of faith, believers have trusted in God's promises despite enduring unimaginable challenges. Faith being the substance of things hoped for is also an outward force. Possessing the reality of hope supplies believers with the motivation to endure trials and hardships. It results in decisive obedience, the kind that caused the ancient heroes of faith to act upon their hope. Faith as the substance of things hoped for activates believers to preach boldly, pray unceasingly, love unconditionally, serve compassionately, and work tirelessly as long as it is day. John 9.4 The inward substance of faith moves our hearts while the external reality moves mountains. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1 The writer of Hebrews writes to encourage readers that Jesus is supreme and to challenge readers to walk focused on him. Hebrews 12.1 and 2 in chapter 11, the author highlights a number of portraits of faith to illustrate that while they all gained approval, a justification, through their faith, God's promises to them would include betterment for us as well, Hebrews 12:39 through 40. The writer begins the Hall of Faith, as chapter 11 is sometimes known, by asserting that faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The Evidence of Things Not Seen, Hebrews 11.1. 1. But what does it mean that faith is the evidence of things not seen? In Romans 8.23, Paul illustrates a principle of hope in that we wait eagerly for the redemption of our body and something we don't currently see as a reality. He adds that in hope we have been saved and that hope that is seen is not hope, for if it were seen, then there is no more need for hope because what we have were hoping for would be reality romans 8:24 because we don't yet see it remains hope and we e- wait eagerly with per- perseverance to see it romans 8:25 similarly paul suggests that we can endure momentary light affliction because of the weight of glory it produces in us second corinthians 4:17 anticipating that future result we are looking at our guide the things that are not currently seen because the things that are not seen are future things eternal things in this case second corinthians 4:18 there are things that happen in stride with our lives there's other things we're waiting for that are eternal things. Working from the same essential principle, the writer of Hebrews reminds readers that faith is the evidence of things not yet revealed to the senses, Hebrew 11.1. 1. 
The term translated evidence is the Greek word, which often refers to an argument or a case being made. Faith is an argument for that which is not yet seen. Of course, faith doesn't prove something that is not yet seen. Only the one who made the promise can prove the promise by fulfilling it. So our faith and our assurance comes from God himself, that we have a relationship with him and that he will, He works in us as we pray and as we ask, seek, and knock, as Matthew 7, 7 through 8 tells us, that we ask, seek, and knock. And this is a process where Holy Spirit works in us and gives certain hidden influences within us that bring us to what God's will is so that we are assured what we are praying for. So to say that we are going to ask, seek, and knock tells us that we don't, we have to get into sync with God's will. We don't know if what we're asking for, how God will deal with that. So it has to become something tangible to us in our circumstances. And so faith, though, is the certainty of something that one does not see, but it is our trust in Holy Spirit that causes it to become evident. Grace and peace to you. Many people like to get a fast response for prayer requests, so I'm giving you my post office box number so that you can send a letter and make a prayer request or send a donation that way. Write to Abiding in Christ Ministries, Leisha Cantrell, P.O. Box 460512, Denver, Colorado, 80246. You may also listen to the programs again and download them, as well as find contact information on 670kltt.com on the weekday program guide. Click on Abiding in Christ Ministries, Leisha Cantrell, and you'll be right there at my website. Thank you for joining me weekly here at Abiding in Christ Ministries for Kingdom, Covenant, and Mediator.